0: The Pre Med Years, session number 178. Hello and welcome to The Pre Med Years, where we believe that collaboration, not competition, is key to your pre med success. I'm your host, Dr. Ryan Gray, and in this podcast, we share with you stories, encouragement, and information that you need to know to help guide you on your path to becoming a physician. Important announcement. Go to the MCATpodcast.com right now and sign up to be notified when we launch the newest addition to Med Ed Media here at Medical School Headquarters. The MCAT Podcast is going to be a collaboration with an MCAT test prep company, speaking with their experts and bringing you the information that you need to know to help you crush the MCAT. So, again, go to the MCATPodcast.com and sign up to be notified when we launch the new MCAT podcast coming up in about a month from when we're recording this. Hopefully, sometime in mid to late May, early June is when we're planning on launching themcatpodcast.com. All right, with that under my belt, I want to kind of reflect on last week's episode. And if you haven't listened to last week's, then maybe this week's will be a little confusing. But in last week's episode, session 177, again, you can find that at medicalschoolhq.net slash 177. In that episode, we answered a question from Ashley. And Ashley was talking about her science GPA and her master's GPA and what she should do to move forward in the medical school application cycle. And a lot of people were kind of thrown off by my answer by saying, maybe you should take some time off and go back and take some more classes to improve the GPA. And I, I explained myself a bunch to a bunch of people. And so, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to play. Session twelve of the old premeds podcast for you, and that podcast is answering a question about how medical school admissions committees are going to view a graduate school degree and the GPA that comes with that graduate school degree. So, in Ashley's question, she talks about having a science GPA of two point nine and overall GPA of three point two and a masters degree with a gpa of 3.6 and and my recommendation was you need to boost your your undergraduate gpa by taking a postback or do an smp and so i think by playing session 12 again which answers the question about how graduate schools how a graduate school degree and the gpa that's associated with that is going to be viewed by uh, the medical school admissions committees. I I think that will help you understand the reasoning behind my response to Ashley, but also I think it's gonna be helpful for you as you are on your journey and you have a similar question about your graduate school GPA. If you're debating whether or not to go to grad school to get an MPH, to get a, a master's of whatever it is, and, and you think that getting that master's is going to help you for the application cycle itself. So let's go ahead and play session 12 of the Old Pre-Meds podcast. If you, if you don't subscribe to the Old Pre-Meds podcast, I highly recommend you do. The Old premeds podcast is a, an extension of oldpremeds.org, which is an awesome community of non-traditional pre-meds and medical students. And we pull questions out of the forums there and answer those questions. We meaning me, Dr. Ryan Gray, and Rich Levy, who has extensive background information and knowledge on the non-traditional pre-med path, having run Old Pre-Meds for many years. So we answer that question, uh, we answer all those questions over at Old Pre-Meds, the Old Pre-Meds podcast, as well as the, the site Old Pre-Meds Dot org, So I highly recommend you subscribe to that show as well as this one. Those shows are very short form, five to ten minutes usually at the most. So let's go ahead and jump into that and hopefully it'll clear some things up on why I don't necessarily recommend a master's degree in public health or anything else to help you with your undergraduate GPA. All right, this question, again, taken directly from the Old Premeds forms over at oldpremeds.org is a question about the grad school impact on an application. And this student is writing, oh, I just noticed they're from Denver. Maybe I should reach out to them. <laughs> this student is writing about um, what choices that they're trying to make as far as being in their classes, and what choices are going to enhance their med school application and at least minimize negative impacts. And they have a couple scenarios here that that I'll run through. They talk about leaving their their grad school that they're in, uh, leaving the semester transcript blank. They're going to save money that way, but they're going to need to increase tutoring hours uh, for other things so they can make some money. The bad thing about leaving early for this person is it makes them look confused like a serial quitter because uh, if you read... Uh, some of their other stuff in in their description here they talk about some of their other struggles they've had um so they're they're leaving early and it doesn't look very good in that sense they could finish the semester and withdraw later if they were doing terrible um but they if they have uh w's on their transcript uh, again they have that appearance of quitting and confusion uh, or they could finish uh, like all of it, so that the last one was withdrawing um, this this one is finishing. they would finish it would look better, possibly they would have full grades on their transcripts It would be costly, and I think a lot of it goes down to money as they 're struggling with their financial implications, which a lot of nontrads do because they 're juggling family and their their full time work and trying to finish classes, and so if they gut it out and spend the money and do hopefully well enough, then it, it looks better because they have finished their, their semester. So I know it's a little disjointed. Hopefully we can pull some, some pearls out of this.
1: Well, I think there are two things here that we have to look at. Um, one, and unfortunately for this poster, not having the information before they started grad school is going to affect them. For the most part... Medical schools look at your undergraduate grades, GPA, for admissions. Um, they look at the science, non-science, etc., which we covered, I believe, in Episode 3. The grad school grades, for the most part, do not have a major impact upon acceptance. That is, they won't having good grades in, in graduate school will not really enhance your application that much, with a few exceptions, which we'll get to. On the other hand, having bad grades or withdrawals brings up some major negative impacts towards your application. One which you have mentioned already was commitment. Med schools look at your motivation and commitment and achievement. When you start a grad program, why were you starting that graduate program for? For what was going to be your purpose? And if you're not committed to that by finishing it, What does that say about your possible commitment to a longer thing such as medical school and residency? That raises some red flags for the adcoms. This, of course, has to be balanced with, as you pointed out, the finances and the schedule of the student. Um, It also depends on this particular poster what their undergraduate grades look like, why, whether in the graduate program, is it important that they're enhancing their grades, And if they are, then another path in graduate school is probably better. Uh, There are two exceptions to this, I'll use the word, rule. For the most part, graduate programs don't enhance except for special master's programs and a few traditional hardcore science masters that are usually marketed and listed as special master's. Special master's programs are a form of post-bac that differ than just taking the required classes. It's designed loosely to be an audition year into a medical school semester. You're taking intense classwork, sometimes mixed with medical students, uh, to see if you can handle the workload, to see if you can get to that place. They are usually associated directly with the med school. Many of them have linkages to med schools. Um, and they act as that stepping stone for direct acceptance into medical school. For those, and there are different types. There are those that are for GPA enhancers, there are those for career changers, and a few others, and they're marketed and focused differently. There are no standards across special master's programs. That is, there's no guideline from AMC saying this is what a program will be. So you have to investigate what the program is going to do for you, investigate the costs because they are not cheap, and also investigate their success. You should find out what is their placement. Are they doing good placements in the med schools? How many people start? How many people finish? So those are things that you unfortunately have to find out on your own. I'm um, not really sure what else that we could add to this particular poster's question that's going to help with them right now. Okay,
0: I think I think we we covered it. It's kind of the the basics of grad school versus an SMP, a special masters program, and and I guess it, it came down to for this poster, the basically they're asking how is it going to look if there are withdrawals? How of it, how is it going to look if it's just blank, starting a course and then just not finishing it? Um, and, and you did cover that. So I think, I think we're good there.
1: I just want to add one thing for this particular poster, and this is important for all applicants. You have to look at your entire picker, picture of what your application is going to look like, and since we don't have enough information on this particular poster, it's hard to give some sort of definitive answer without knowing the rest of what's going on. Don't assume that just one part of your application is going to make your entire application. You have to look at the whole picture of what you're going to look like on paper to an AdCom. And this is important. All right.
0: So hopefully that cleared up some things. If you still have questions, go to the Hangout. Go to medicalschoolhq.net slash group. That'll take you to our Facebook group Hangout. And you can ask some questions in there. And we can we can follow up and continue this discussion. I want to thank two awesome people that left ratings and reviews one from VH3, future co-MD. And he says, or she says, thank you, Dr. Grace, from the bottom of my left ventricle. I love that. I am starting my journey as the quintessential non-trad pre-med student. I can't express how grateful I am to have found your podcast. Uh, you have given me hope that my dream of being a physician will soon be my reality. Now I'm waiting with bated breath until you reopen the academy. Unfortunately, we're not reopening the Academy, but uh, you can still wait and uh, gain lots of information from us and knowledge from us through these podcasts. There will be some future announcements on other services, other things that we'll be offering instead of the Academy. So thank you for that rating and review. The H3 Future co We also have one from Sex at Carol. And he says, awesome sauce. I'm a traditional pre-med student who has just begun his first year of college, and this podcast has really helped me map out the long road ahead. Instead of driving in or diving in blind, the pre-med years has given me a game plan for the future. Now, I'm assuming this is Saxton at Carroll College, and I want to know what took Saxton so long for leaving this review, so... Thank you, Saxton, for leaving that rating interview. If you would like to leave a rating interview, hopefully sooner than Saxton did, you can go to medicalschoolhq.net slash iTunes and leave a rating interview there. I highly appreciate it. I greatly appreciate it. I guess I'd say highly recommend. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, Every time that you take two minutes out of your day to leave us a rating interview or shoot us an email to say how thankful you guys are, it really does help motivate us to continue to provide the information that we're providing you. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, go to themcatpodcast.com to be notified when we launch our newest podcast here at the medical school headquarters, The MCAT Podcast, as the website tells you the name. (laughs) Again, themcatpodcast.com. If you're uh, on your journey to taking the MCAT anytime soon, go over there, sign up, It's going to be an exciting, awesome journey of information and knowledge to help you crush the MCAT. I hope you got a ton of great information out of the episode today. Hopefully I cleared up some things about graduate degrees and GPAs and and everything as you are on your journey trying to figure out your next steps. And as always, I hope you join us next week here at the medical school headquarters and the pre-med years.